Greetings and welcome to another episode of Duck Duck Dice, a show where we play Dungeons and Dragons and put it on the internet. My name is Sam. I am the dungeon master for this game, which takes place in the land known as Amber Rush. We thank you all for joining us for episode 34 of Duck Duck Dice. And Danny is going to tell you about why 34 is such a special number for us <laughs> here today or it, last week or this week. It is uh, roughly calendar date wise. Our one-year anniversary. We didn't stream the day it was our one-year anniversary, so we're streaming today instead. Well, we were streaming today anyway, but we're celebrating today instead. So, yeah, happy anniversary, us. We have been on this <laughs> journey for a full calendar year. So we're 34 years old, and it's our one-year anniversary? That's right. Midlife crisis, here I come. Listen, yes. in this homebrew world, things are a little weird. Time is banana-shaped. It's not a line. <laughs> I don't like it being banana-shaped either. Well, that doesn't make me feel mm. better. Speaking of bananas, bananas oh, no, like come in bunches, and we have a bunch of great content here with the Party Foul Games family. And Clinton's going to tell you more about that. Yeah, we, we do. We have plenty of great content. It all comes in a bunch. You go to the grocery store... And you find it. And sometimes it's got spiders in it, but that's okay. You know, that's okay. Uh, this is fresh. They're yeah, fresh. Fresh yeah. content has spiders. Uh, on <laughs> Tuesdays, we have a podcast called Game... Where's my TV on? We have a podcast called Game Goose uh, that... I turned it off, so I don't know why it's on. Sorry. We have a podcast that's about video games. Uh, and it's myself and my buddy Neil and my other buddy Dan. And we talk about video games, you know? news important news things take a deep dive into some kind of i don't know in-depth topic last week we all decided to roll a random game on the xbox uh game pass and we all played random games and it was pretty fun uh this week we're talking about i don't know i never know they never tell me so it's always a surprise for you well, this is something I All have right. to do. They tell me then, but otherwise, no. Yeah. And if you listen, sometimes you can hear Clinton mention Dungeons and Dragons. I do. That comes up. That comes up a lot. Mm -hmm. Speaking of a lot, a lot of <laughs> a lot of great <laughs> people help us make this show great. Hey, tell them about those a lot of people and the stuff they do. <laughs> Man, there are sure a lot of people who help us make this show great, uh, like the wonderful folks over at Tabletop Audio who help us with our music, and Will Sabino over at Music D20 who also gives us music that we can use to play. If you think that some of our non-Sam Inglot original maps are pretty cool, even if you think those are cool, give us a shout out and we'll send you them. But <laughs> I don't save those. Those are gone into the, the void of history. Oh. <laughs> it's necessary. Um, if you think some of the maps are cool, check out Two Minute Tabletop. Uh, offers a lot of really awesome maps. We use their maps, and we also use Neutral Party for maps. Um, and I forgot to say this like 35 seconds ago when I was saying it was our anniversary, but probably today, depending on whether or not I pick up my phone and am not paying attention to D&D for five minutes, we're going to run our a giveaway this week. 
for some really bad character art to celebrate our anniversary. It's so a surprise you to me. Talk to yourself. You want some badly drawn? I was going to talk to you about it earlier, but you left before I could mention it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, if you've ever thought you wanted really badly drawn by non-professional artist character art, um, yeah, head on over to our Twitter and we've got a giveaway going. Yeah, they are Who's truly drawing this. Oh. Me and Zach. Yeah, oh, they are yeah. truly as limited edition as the Sam Inglot map originals. You like MS <laughs> yeah. Paint? We're giving you MS Paint character art. That's yeah. A <laughs> uh, lot of heart, little skill. So I'm going to go uh, post that. All right. Great intro, guys. <laughs> we That was a killer one. We did great. The, the oh, segues were on point. <laughs> they were. You know, I feel like we've come a really long way this year. From where we I started. feel like those segues were maybe a step back. <laughs> Speaking of, of taking a step back, let's take a step oh, forward Lord. with our story. <laughs> when we last left the blessed, the heroes had made their way into Spanifix in an effort to commandeer assistance from the fire swain kingdom to liberate Eret's captured family members from the clutches of the dark elf tenebris clans in the south they got a taste of big city living seeing the uh the diversity and the lively chaos of the city in all of its forms Eret has been under protective house arrest at the Fire Swain Council spires in the center of the city, while the group has been busy trouncing about the different districts of Spanifix to repair their damaged wagon and run other errands, during which they discovered from a former acquaintance of theirs, the escaped criminal Glenna, that a group simply known as the Hunters were on the lookout for a furbolg last seen leaving the city that you guys left, which name I am totally blanking on. Marin's what was Gate. the name of that city? Marin's Gate. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, they were looking for for well, last seen Marin's Gate leaving, last seen leaving Marin's Gate. Uh, the main chunk of the group, consisting of Ally, Lex, Una, and Kaya, are making their way to Kobold Town. It is around noon in Spanifix, and Eret is residing in the quarter chambers of the fire swanian council spire Eret, it's around this time as you've been sitting in now you're two days in um to being in the council spires um it's around lunchtime and the center of the floor of the ceiling and the floor kind of open up and this floating disc hovers down and you can see the small servant boy, um, probably about 13 years old, 
um, with a cart with two covered serving trays. And he says, uh, Master Eret, uh, Representative Peppercorn would like to have lunch with you, sir, if you'd be willing for the accommodation, sir. Uh, that'll be fine. I, I'm a captive audience, I guess. Ah, ah, good one, sir. <laughs> and you step onto the, um, the disc that moves down to the next floor, which you know to be Peppercorn's office. Um, and just for kind of clarity's sake, um, so it's some distance up before you actually enter into sort of the rooms of the council spire. A lot of it's just kind of empty space from the ground floor to the first floor. Um, as you pass through it, you saw that the first floor um, is where there were several guards stationed, as well as what looked like a general kind of like meeting room. Um, so that's kind of like the first floor. The second floor up, you know, to be Peppercorn's office. And then the third floor are the quarters where you are residing. What is above you? You do not know. Um, but you uh, ride the disc down uh, to the office of Malabar Peppercorn, the um, Fire Swain representative on the Spanifix City Council, who stands up from his desk. You can see that he's kind of putting these rolled up scrolls, each one kind of individually wrapped with um, a small of silk yarn um, into a, a, one of the drawers and he shuts it. He says, ah, Master Eret. So you'll be joining me for lunch then. I hope it's uh, as fine a meal as the last. Well, I'm glad you found your accommodations acceptable. I understand the circumstances are not ideal, but well, you understand the position I'm in. Yep. Um... I am getting kind of bored, to be honest. Yes, well, uh, would you like us to facilitate some sort of en entertainment for you in your, in your quarters? I find a, a, a minstrel, perhaps, or some other performance. Uh, there's a... Uh, could get you a book. Whatever, Whatever I'm allowed to have, I guess. Well... Certainly, sir, I hope you understand that you, as a member of a noble family, the, um, you have whatever you desire. Um, whatever you would recommend, then. Very well. I will send the boy... I will send Isaac out for some entertainment for you. So, as you are sitting down, uh, Eret, to lunch with a peppercorn, I'm curious to know if there's anything you are trying to get out of the conversation. Information you're trying to glean from him or learn, um, or anything you're trying to convince him of, um... Anything of the sort? Uh, probably just what he... If I can see if he's actually in the loop or not, really. Um, and if he's in the loop, if there's any indication that 
steps are being taken or if it's just a delaying tactic. Okay. Because they said, what, a week? They said 10 of, days. Uh, yeah. A week. Yep. Of yep. house arrest, and then I'd find out something, right? They said that is when the like fire swain um, sort of like delegation will arrive um, to assess the situation in the south. Um, so, what sort of question do you think you would ask to try to probe that type of information out of Peppercorn? Has there uh, been any news of the Sears? Yes, you've... Like I said before, it's... It's strange to me that... The Tenebris would say that the... The Kingdom has the Sears, as I've heard... Nothing of the sort. I've, um... Well, I am aware of their... Comings and goings. And I suppose now that it is mentioned... They are late on their return journey back south through the city. But I'm, I'm sure the it's, perhaps it's just all a misunderstanding and we'll be able to um, brush this uh, unfortunate situation aside and move forward. Why don't you make do a... You, oh, go ahead. What do you know of uh, the Sears and their place in the Tenebra Society? They're an old order of soothsayers, and they, the Tenebris clan seem to look to them for guidance and direction of things of the cosmic order, I suppose. Reading the stars and old bones and tea leaves, that sort of thing. Do you suppose they would have some means of communication back home? That I can't exactly speak to, but as far as I've known, the Seers have made a yearly pilgrimage to the Gauntlet Mountains just north of Chastile. They pass through in the winter and usually return in late spring. They have not returned... said hopefully it's just a misunderstanding are you being kept apprised of um any steps being taken to uh, find well, them or uh, to, to find the seers well have, i'm in constant correspondence with with fedra's keep so i am indeed plugged into all the the high level conversations uh in at the seats of power have you had any news from the south well, it's been fairly no news. It's been um, obviously a very trying circumstance, and the situation is indeed very unfortunate. Um, but I, again, have been in high-level talks with Fedra's Keep, and I believe that the, a, a resolution will be made swiftly. Why don't you make an insight check? <sighs> My life. Uh, 
Well, I rolled a seven. So twelve. Oh, all right. Um, when you asked about like him being apprised of information, um. It seems like he was kind of talking up a bigger game and that he's probably not as well informed as you think or as he claims. Um, and that there might be something that he's kind of holding back a little bit. Like he's just kind of talking to fill space and not telling you at least the one thing he definitely does know. So he's definitely plugged in. But... Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot about this situation. He he knows what's when he says he's like in high like the high level talks. You kind of get the sense like he's on the conference call, but he's not like you know he's not making votes and weighing in. Um, but he's that there is the whole time. Yeah, he's definitely got some. There's something though um, about the. Um, the situation in the south that he's not really telling you. Are the uh, refugees being taken care of? I know you said that there were a bunch outside. Yes, they've been. Um, we've been making sure that um, there, there, there are rations and uh, doctors making their way there, trying to keep people comfortable. Uh, but the... Um, representative of Spanifix is uh well is not too keen on letting the refugees across uh into the city you had mentioned that maybe one of these days i could go see the refugees and talk to them and maybe raise their spirits a bit did did i well um if you would like a message to get delivered to them, I'm sh sure that we can arrange that. There could very well be agents of the Tenebris mixed in with the refugees, and I, I couldn't put you at risk in that way. You don't think it'd be worth the uh, sight of me to uh, take that risk? I'm. Your your subjects are being well taken care of, sir. I just I'm on under very. Well, direct orders to to keep you safe, and I I just believe it would be best if you stayed within the spire. I will have to leave at some point, right? Like once the convoy gets here, I'll I'll be allowed out, right? Well, I'm I'm depending on what they say. I mean, it doesn't seem returning home is maybe an option for you, but perhaps there will be a. Uh, Accommodations made for you, for you elsewhere. I certainly don't want you cooped up in this tower um, on a, on a long-term basis by any means, but as a temporary precaution to ensure your safety. Understood. I have to go make a phone call, so I'm going to pop out for a second. We'll be back though. We just we just take a quick. Let's take a quick break. All right. See we'll that. take a quick break. We'll be right back, everyone. Welcome back to Duck Duck Dice. Uh, so, Eret is having a lunch um, 
A lunch of what? What's the lunch, Eric? What are you having? Yep, that's right. What do you have? What do they even have? Well, Uh, I don't know. You tell me you're eating it. (laughs) Uh, what's the native bird uh, span effects? The native bird. Did you say there were like birds on like the um, seagulls cliffs? Seagulls. (laughs) Yeah, it's seagulls. All right, we're gonna have (laughs) a roasted seagull. All right. With some root vegetables. All right. Yes. A classic. <laughs> a classic. I don't know what's in the area. Yes. Seagull and root vegetables. That's what's in the area. Isn't um, the, like too far down to even like fish from it? Uh, Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, people don't really fish from the like 2000 feet up from the river. It would yeah. take that'd be I don't even know if that'd be possible. <laughs> you'd have to really down. it'd be a huge reel <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh just seaweed <laughs> you'd never be able to tell on. if you had a fish on or not no just it takes <laughs> three people to work. reel up like a, you know is the w. bobber gone the bobber is like the size of like a, a car <laughs> the kitchen sea monsters on it. <laughs> yeah um but actually right below Spanifex is just a giant chasm where the two rivers pour into. Um, no but anyway, uh, no one knows. It's a hole uh, in the title show. Yeah. Um, you actually just go down there and turn it to rain. Then it just is a cycle. Oh my God. All the raindrops are bodies they've thrown into the chasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we, are we all actually water? There's a lot of people. A lot of people fall. Really bad safety standards and span effects. Uh, so, um, Era, as you're sitting there, um, make a uh, make a perception check for me. Another one. Perception check. Oh, sorry. Sight check. I rolled a lot better this time. Good. Eighteen. Eighteen. Um, kind of looking over. Uh, Peppercorn's shoulder. You see that there's still a few of these little scrolls um, tied up on his desk. Um, and you recall him breaking one of these things out and writing on it and sending a message to the Fire Swain Kingdom. Um, where they folded it up, threw it, and it disappeared and came back with another message on it. You said they're, all, they're rolled up right now? or Yeah, it looks like there's, there's two on his desk. Um, and they're like the rest he was kind of putting into a drawer. So, so, so tell me, Oh, go ahead. You go ahead. Are you in the middle of uh talking to the king? The the, the queen, you mean? Queen. Sorry. <laughs> uh uh no, I was I just um was putting away some of the paper birds that I just received. A fresh batch for more continued correspondence about the affairs of the kingdom. That's neat. Where do they come from? Uh, Those ones, I believe, are made in... uh, Are made... Load. He's thinking, hmm, where are they made? I know this. They're made in Anzabar. <laughs> How do they work? They just all go to one spot? Better ski, or 
you address them to the recipient that you wish to receive them and you may scroll down a short message and send it off and they receive it and can return in kind they're rather expensive to Mr. Peppercorn and then message and then you throw it and you're done correct yes It's an easy way for the kingdom to stay connected about important matters. It's pretty nifty. I'll have to get me some of those someday. Well, if I'm sure your father probably had a stash of them somewhere. I don't really recall him ever showing them off. It's Mm. a shame. Indeed. Well... Be possible for me to send my friends a message with them? Ah, uh, those are solely for purposes of the of kingdom business. I'm granted a set number on regular intervals. I'm afraid I can't spare any. Would you like a message to be delivered to your friends? That'd be wonderful. Thank you. Excellent. Well, I shall send up the boy when he returns with your entertainment, and you may write your friends a message, and I will find a way of getting it to them. And would they be allowed visitation? Uh, again, it's just this this band that you're traveling with. Well, they well they did look the um well-traveled sort the sort with unknown backgrounds and past histories it would be difficult to allow them entry into the spire i'm afraid so i guess what's your background then i don't i'm not familiar uh, well i was born in fedra's keep i uh uh, attended the uh, many fine nobility classes while there through through my family and well you could say I was groomed for a position in politics such as this so would you say you're well traveled as well then sounds like you would have to make a lot of trips to uh, different places yes but always in, in in the service of the kingdom and while I don't know the background of of your friends i I cannot i know i cannot speak the same for them and the clearance alone the paperwork to look into them would just be cumbersome i i could do the paperwork i got nothing else to do master i'm afraid you won't be getting any visitors while you're here it's just a safety precaution okay Uh, but I, I, I would appreciate if, you know, when the delegation does arrive, how you would let them know how I was you know, of assistance to you where I could and made sure you were comfortable. That a, a good word to them about my performance with you would be most appreciated, sir. Do you know any other delegation personally? I can't say who will be arriving, but they will bring decision-making authority with them. So my best chance then is probably with them, is what you're saying. Of seeking a resolution with your parents? Finding the seers? 
I suppose it would, yes. Make an insight oh. check. Nineteen. There was kind of a look in his eye that they that he said like their decision making, like they come with decision making power. Um it seemed like he was kind of more referring to like like a decision's already been whatever's happening with the situation in the south is already happening. Like again, like he's he's definitely holding something back from you that you kind of keep picking up on. Like he knows something that's about like he knows their plans or what's about to go down or what they'll say when they get here. Something along those lines. Well, I guess if that's all the information you have for me. Yes, I'm, well, um, we'll we'll certainly know we'll know more and, and the next steps when the when the delegation arrives. That's a shame. It'd be nice to be able to prepare something for the delegation when they get here. Maybe find out more of what's going on. Yes, well, I've... I... I know what they know, and they... they it, it, the, the... The situation will be resolved. I do believe that. So, what, what do they know? Oh. They'll know what to do. Are they going to take me away? Oh, uh, no, I don't believe so. Like I said, the, the, like I said, I'm sure accommodations will be made for you wherever you desire a place where you could start over but not the water world woodlands i ooh, um yeah well the situation down there sir is is i mean it is a rather dire situation i think perhaps if the situation with the refugees were resolved in a very amicable way um that would be good right yeah, but you won't even let me talk to them, so... Make a... Persuasion roll. Goddamn dice. 16. <laughs> I have a plus 6 to that. I, I... Like I said, if there was... If there would... I Tell you what. You are writing a message to your friends. You can write a message to your subjects who are 
on the bridge. And I will make sure that gets delivered to them as well. To my subjects on the bridge who all think the royal family's dead and they're homeless and they're not being let into any other city. What, what would you like me to say, sir? Uh, that you would provide an armed escort for me to go visit the refugees. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll be safe down there. Make a persuasion check. I don't like these. I don't do good on them. 13. Write a letter. And I will make sure that it is delivered with the official Fire Swain seal. How about that? I don't. That I don't way really they'll think know you have my uh, people's best interest in mind here. Really makes Sorry. me wonder if my best interests are being taken into account here as well. No, of course not. That would that would be a terrible thing to. No, the, the, the delegation will want to know that you are ta- I'm taking the very best care of you. Please, I hope I hope we can agree on that. And I hope that's what you'll tell them. Uh, I guess it really depends on your definition of best. Um, I don't really see what I want being met. I'm not allowed visitors. I can't go see my people. Can't even write a message. Well, right. Look, Master Semeki. I have to control what I can control here. And what I can control is my duties to you. I cannot control directly what this what Fedra's Keep has decided the best course of action would be. And trust me when I say your safety and the safety of the folks on that bridge are what the kingdom is concerned about. And not pushing the situation any further. Especially given the difficult circumstances that have transpired in Chastile. So how about you just hang tight here. Tell the delegation that you were very happy and that I helped you out a great deal. And then I'm sure the situation with your subjects on the bridge will be dealt with amicably and we can all move on i will be sure to let the delegation know my opinions on the matter thank you i thank you well then i must be getting back to it and i will ensure your entertainment is brought to your quarters is like the desk or anything on the way out or is it all like against the wall and the way you're out? kind of you're on the opposite side like there's like the table the center or the, the the little kind of area where you're eating um probably about 
15 feet away from that uh, is the um, the disc, and then probably another 15 feet after that is his desk. It's like a circular uh, room, and, so and the like whole where, and what what you've kind of noticed is like the the you must be very high up in the top of the spire where the walls kind of slant inward as it kind of goes to peak. Um, the the rooms themselves that you're in are not the entire like you know circumference of the spire itself. They're sort of small circular rooms in the center of the spire that build up through the middle of it. Um, but yeah, that's so it's kind of a circular room, and you know he's got there's bookshelves and the two leather chairs that you were sitting in, and there's also the brass piped. Uh, looking kind of like pipe phone system that seems to connect all of the rooms um, of the spire, all, all the levels down to the ground floor even. And that's on the same side as the desk. Okay. Never mind then. I'm going to go back to my rooms and spend the rest of the evening or afternoon uh Planning a breakout. Get smuggled okay. out through the laundry or something. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. Let's see here. So, jumping over to the rest of the blessed who are making their way to Kobold Town. Ally, what are you are you telling them anything on your walk towards the area? Uh, what you've told them is an area that they will be safe. Or a place where that you they won't be followed, I think was the Yeah. Yeah. Uh No, I don't think I'll tell them anything. Alright. I wouldn't know what to tell them. <laughs> I'd ask if they're afraid of heights. And then we're going. You did ask us that last time. And <laughs> I think, yeah, there were some yeses and what? It, is anyone actually scared of heights? I no. think Una should be as scared as she should be of water. You're just so tall. <laughs> I, I spent a lot of time at home. I've read about heights. And I mean, I've seen them. I didn't climb a mountain. <laughs> I did. It's not the same as looking at you know down from a, a high height. I feel like if so you're climbing a mountain, you're not going to be scared of it. mountains. Have shoe drops all over them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys were kind of going through the middle of one. Exactly. Huh. Yeah, we right. came around that path that was like right on the edge, and no one had trouble with it. Oh, that's right, you did like the switchbacks. Yeah, yeah. That's um, why it cart. <laughs> um, so you make your way through the um, lower end housing area, um, known as the come ups. The um, this would be the north side, northern. What direction is that? I'll have this map oriented right. Um, it's the come-ups. It's part of the come-ups. Uh, and make your way towards 
closer and closer to the edge of the city. You can see kind of through some of the alleyways uh, in between some of the buildings, the sky sort of opening up uh, the direction that you're going in. Uh, And then the buildings start to become a little more collapsed and decrepit um, along the edge of this poorer housing district. And that's when you see for the first time, really the, the edges, the edge of this, um, uh, this massive city. And you can see far to the East, um, the, uh, Eastern portion of the wild, wild wide river, just stretching out before you, um, far in the distance, you can see that it snakes between, uh, two mountains before stretching out into the sea beyond. Um, and there's this, so you can looking to like your left and your right, sort of around the edges of the city, you can see that there's this like 50 foot gap between the buildings and the, uh, the edges of the city itself is like four foot wall. But there in front of you is a, um, rather interesting site it's not buildings um think more a bunch of mud huts and ramshackle lean-tos all kind of built together in this hodgepodge smash um of about like several blocks um stretching from the edge of the come up neighborhood to the edges themselves um and all sorts of little kobolds kind of scurrying about you have arrived in kobold town i quick question what is Mm -hmm. the like leader is it like was there a name for them like their title position um they let like typically matriarchal whatever and usually like a priestess would be the would be the um the type of like the title of uh you know, the, the head of a particular kobold clan. Okay. <clears throat> well, are you all ready? I'm, yes, I think. For what? <laughs> For what? And I will walk ahead uh, towards some of the kobolds. Lex will just kind of shrug his shoulders and continue on after her ally. Uh, uh, yeah, and I'll approach up to kind of where I know you get down into Cobalt uh, Town uh, and ask, I guess, some of the first kind of kobolds I see that aren't busy. You there, my friends. Uh, well, we are recently returned to town and well we were wondering if we might seek shelter in kobold town and there's like almost like prairie dogs um on the edge like there are these um kind of almost like wood and mud igloos in a way with all sorts of different holes kind of like poking out of them and uh built on top of and next to and combined with one another um uh all these heads are just kind of like poking out looking at you as this kobold flanked or with uh 
a, a trio of non-kobolds in his uh, in his wake, and one just says, in Draconic, um, you, uh, all of you, they they want to come in here. Yeah, uh, it's going to be the four of us. Um, we have a bit of trouble trying to, uh, you know, get out of town. You main, new in town? In town, yeah. You're not from around here? No, I've been here before, but not in a long time. Well, you know, only kobolds are allowed in... Cobalt Town. Yeah, I, I, I know. Um, well, the thing is, uh, uh, is the matriarch around? Maybe we can clear things up if I talk with her. The priestess Make is planning for a hatching. Of course she is. It is hatching time. Uh, well, um, I have... We can pay. You want to talk to Krita? You can pay? We can pay. How yes? much can you pay? Well, how much does Krita want? Why don't I talk to Krita? Hmm. Only you. Rest gotta stay outside. That's fine. Alright. We're being separated. <laughs> Even further. We're <laughs> 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 whittled down one by one. It's gonna we'll end with, like that's right. I have the pseudo dragon with me. I'll just send him if there's trouble. <laughs> oh, you do. Yeah, it's right. season after all. Oh, he's like hanging out on you, isn't he? No, he's in the bag. Oh, he's in your bag. Okay. Wait, she makes up like most of the weight of like, <laughs> yeah. your bag. <laughs> do you have like a piece of string and a thimble in there? <laughs> I mean, it's it's the uh, thimble would be over encumbered. No, it's uh, it's Una's bag. Just has yeah, yeah. I'm just carrying oh, it. His treasure in it. Okay. All right, all right. Come on. I will follow. All right. Um, and you are whisked into a almost hive of kobold activity. Um, and you get a very I don't know. Probably feel very comfortable. Like this is like be a place, you know, for kobolds by kobolds. <laughs> um, you fit we the perfectly kobolds in order to form a more perfect union. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but there's just like this busying array of um, activity sort of going on through these mud and wood uh, hovel mounds that they've constructed. Uh, and you're very clearly heading towards uh, the edges themselves. Um, and you also notice that this, um, the last time that you were here, you probably would have noticed a more colorful array of different kobolds. Um, but all of these ones seem to be like, like brownish green, reddish green, um, that, from what you can tell um and you are quickly kind of whisked through um being expected more to follow than than guided um through this this hive of uh, mud mounds and then 
as you're approaching through this one short tunnel, um, you your senses sort of just get hit with this this gust of fresh air as you make your way out towards a bit of light, and the kobold in front of you just shoots down from out of this opening and down to where you can't see and you poke out and you are staring down um at a set of wooden scaffolding um built for kobold size so fairly narrow um built all the way down the side of this large um like stone plate that the city sits on um it looks like it stretches about a hundred feet down. Um, and you can see that there's one main sort of almost like ramped scaffolding that this other kobold is like, you know, it's kind of like shimmying down, jumping down the next one, shimming down, jumping to the next one, down and down and down and down. Um, which then leads, it branches off to two more scaffolds like that. And then it branches out even further down to the next level to two more scaffoldings. Um, and you can see that there are three large pipes that resides somewhere in the center, uh, like kind of like the bottom half of the, um, the, 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 the city plate itself, where there's like water just gushing out of these three massive pipes flowing the thousands of feet down into what looks like an endless abyss of a hole where the wild wide river rushing from the East just flows down into this massive chasm that sits beneath the city itself. Um, the wind is like whipping uh, and strong. Um, and you can see that there's kobolds kind of coming up and down these the scaffolding, um, moving back and forth, just again, a real bustling hive of activity. Um, and the kobold just looks up and yells, come on, let's go. And continues scurrying down the scaffolding. Okay, I will follow along. All right. Um, the scaffolding itself is perfectly built for you and you have no problem kind of maneuvering your way down um further and further um to where then the scaffolding shoots underneath the plate itself um and you are you find yourself kind of standing on a wooden platform that is connected to the bottom of the plate. Um, it's about four feet high uh, and it leads into um, sort of imagine like when you're looking at this, a mix between like the lost boy forts in hook and the Ewok houses and like bridges on Endor. Like, um, you know, sort of like ramshackly looking, but built to suit the needs of these tiny kobolds. Um, so the space between the bottom of this plate and the walkways that they are on is like very short. I mean, at the tallest in places, it's like four feet tall. Um, and you are whisked into what looks like a... Oh, where, which one would he take you into? You take in this one. Um... He takes you into um, what looks like a common area. Like there are all sorts of um, little like benches and tables that look like they're made from like 
doors and wagon wheels and things that people have like thrown away. Um, and there are, uh, a, a bunch of kobolds sitting around and like munching on like these massive, like softball sized grubs that they have in their tiny little kobold paws, their little mitts eating it like raccoons. Um, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when they run they look like they're raccoons stealing something no they don't uh <laughs> um i always figured they'd be like possums <laughs> and uh it, it looks like you're kind of in a in a little kind of rectangular um common room the the walls themselves like you were on kind of an open air scaffolding to get in here but there are pretty sturdy looking walls kind of built up making this little um suspended room beneath the uh the city itself um you are quickly whisked up uh, out of that that room um and back out onto scaffolding which you can now see this open air scaffolding uh connects a bunch of different similar kind of suspended um rooms from the bottom of uh the the city plate making up uh, the whole of Cobalt Town. It looks like it's two layers deep. You're kind of on the first level of it. Um, and then there are ladders and chutes and things that kind of drop it down. Um, one other thing that you pass by, sorry, um, in that common room, there was just a pipe sticking out of the ceiling and there was just some kind of like water like rushing down through it into an open hole that fired down um, into the chasm below. Um, but you can see that the scaffolding itself is built on pipes and affixed to the bottom of the plate um and it, it's clear that like kobolds have access to a lot of the piping infrastructure of the city itself um you're taking up you're taking up a hallway and you hang a right um and there's you can you get a whiff of trash from another room that you pass by um before you come into a center room that is um uh got a le uh, another set of scaffolding that leads down uh into uh the next level uh, this room itself suspended from the top of the uh or the bottom of the plate down is probably about like 20 feet deep and you can see there are just rows and rows and rows of tiny little bunk beds built into the outside of this this room that kind of leads down further um, obviously the sleeping quarters of the the clan itself um you're taking down a uh another a, a small little narrow kind of ladder that takes you to the lower second level of kobold town um and as soon as you kind of drop off um you there are four hallways that kind of arch off and the only one that you can see directly into um is Again, very strong, pungent smell coming from it. Um, and you see that there are a handful of kobolds tending to these trash piles that have just these giant grubs feeding off of them um, to, to the, uh, the north of you um, with another kind of more sludgy pipe kind of running down uh, off the corner of it. Of it. Um, and then you got another hall to your left, a hall behind you. Um, and then there's about a 25 foot long hallway uh, that ends in a red curtain uh, that you can see light behind. Um, and the kobold says, "You wait here. 
and there's and by there's kobolds all over the place during all of this. Um, I mean, you're not alone. This, this is a, a a busy hub of activity of people moving grubs and um, carrying lots of like cleaning stuff that you're seeing, like buckets and pails and scrub brushes and things like that. Um, some carrying piles of trash, um, just all the sorts of stuff that go into making Kobold Town run. Uh, and you're told to wait there, and the Kobold kind of disappears into the uh, the room behind the red curtain. <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll wait. I can't okay. Hear anything from the other side? Uh, make a perception check. Uh. Um, while the room, like the, this kind of scaffolding you're standing on is just like kind of exposed. I said hallways, but these are all scaffolding. Um, so like, there's just a loud kind of like whipping wind noise that makes it hard to hear anything. Um, but after a minute or two, the, um, uh, kobold or the, you see the, uh, um, the curtain sort of part and there is this very um this one did I yeah this works um you see a kobold that's a bit taller than you probably by about like six or eight inches and it is just beefy like it is this beefy little kobold and it just kind of like waves you in. Okay, I go in. All right. Uh, as you walk in, the beefy kobold shuts the curtain behind you and sort of grabs you by your back tunic and starts kind of moving you forward with a firm hand on your back. I know how to walk. You don't have to. <laughs> and it just kind of like, okay, just, just kind of grunts and hisses at you a little bit. Um, you're in this like rectangular room. Um, there is a large pipe sticking out of the ceiling. Um, you can, and then, so it's a rectangular room with a small alcove kind of coming off in the center, um, that has all sorts of different, like colored, like glass and pieces of shiny metal, um, and, you know, polished up wagon wheel hubs and stuff like that kind of emblazing the the walls of this small alcove uh flanking the alcove there are two pipes of water that just sort of like rush down um and a set of stairs that lead up to a throne um similarly kind of like made of hodgepodge shiny materials um and sitting on it uh with this tall elaborate kind of trash crown um, is a very old kobold uh, with a uh, staff um, who's wearing it looks like a human sized woman's fancy clothes that have been like you know like bustled up underneath um, sort of ill fitting very nice clothes but not made for a kobold and the uh, big the, the swole kobold kind of leads you over and Put you in front of the uh, this female kobold seated seated in the crown, and she's just kind of like looking at you, kind of waitingly. Do I like recognize her or? 
Uh, no, you wouldn't recognize her. What did the guy say her name was? Uh, Priestess Krita. Uh, and I will like bow to her. Uh, and as you bow, that's like kind of when because kind of has this like high chin. Like, is he gonna do it? And then you bow, and then she kind of like seats back. Like, mm-hmm, that's right. <laughs> uh, I come seeking uh, shelter and lodgings for myself and three non-kobolds. We are being harried by a group in the city and trying to avoid them, I suppose. What be your name? And what clan do you hail from? I... My name is Alligator and I am from the... Uh... What is that place? The... I am from the nestled growth once upon a time. Though it has been many years since I have seen my clan, or they me, I think. You say nestled growth, and the kind of like kobolds, like the court of kobolds that are in this room. Um, you can see also that there is a table um, off to the, the side that where you came in um, that is covered in all sorts of different like ribbons and things like that. It seems like they're untangling trash to get like good pieces of like ribbon out of things and then like sorting it on this table. Um, and on the other end, it's same sort of thing. There's like these boxes of what looks like trash chinaware that they're like sorting through and finding like good plates and like setting, set, like sorting it all out. Um, seems like they're kind of getting ready for, you know, a party in here. Um, but as soon as you say the nestled growth clan, there's like this. What? Oh, I just didn't want to uh, interrupt this part, but I was just going to uh, step out for just a quick moment. So I'll okay. be right back. Um, so. Yeah. So as soon as you mention the, uh, the nestled growth, there's like this, like, there's like murmurs and like whispers amongst like this core of kobolds and uh Krita immediately is like like slams her staff on this on the floor and her voice kind of rumbles a little bit she goes silence so you're from the nestled growth you say that is what I said yes interesting she kind of steps down from the throne and walks closer to you and she just sort of squints in at your scales kind of like looking them over and <laughs> sniffs you up and down turns and walks back well and you say you haven't been if you're here now, I assume you've not been here before, then. What do you mean? Just benefits? You're not from here originally. No, from I'm, I'm from the nestled growth, and then I came here probably 50 hatchings ago, and originally, and through several years. Hmm. But, 
Well, as luck would have it, I was, well, arrested and sent to the prison pits. Hmm. And you've come with friends who are seeking shelter here? <clears throat> yes. And what are you on the run from? Not entirely sure. A... Not sure. A group of folks who are seeking one of my compatriots, one of my friends. Mm. To what end, I do not know. And the she kind of looks over at this other kobold who's been standing a little mo bit more out of the pack. Um, she says, Go. Speak with her. And kobold kind of nods. And then all the other kobolds kind of like rush up around him and form this kind of like kobold ladder. And he climbs up it into the pipe that's in the center of the room with nothing coming out of it. And you hear him just kind of like... <clears throat> scampering up the pipe says you may or, or she says I was told you would have tribute I do I do indeed um and I'll look around at kind of all the junk and trash and things I uh, I have a well a shiny gem if you are interested in such things. A gem would suffice? Well, I cannot speak for your friends yet, but I will tell you this. You may reside on the upper borders of Kobold Town in proximity to our protection. She says, kind of like raising up her, her chin very proudly. She says... The odds of harm coming to your friends there should be minimal. And you will await my decision on whether they will be allowed as guests in Kobold Town. But you will have my answer by tomorrow morning. Will not let her. Do you know the history of this city with the... Well, of course you do. The Nestled Growth Clan. I'm afraid I've been away for many years. You are indeed old. Something, been older than I. Something happened with the Nestled Growth? No. Many of the offspring here are... Well, the dominant hatching line of Kobold Town is rooted in the nestled growth. And those of you who came to this city so many years ago, so many hatchings ago. So she is here then. There's kind of more like hush murmuring, murmuring, and she goes, silence! I'll speak no more of this. However, it would be an honor to have a older hatchling from the Nestled Growth Clan, such as yourself, here for our hatching celebration. 
as you know, it's that time of year. So, you will await my orders on the edges of Kobold Town. And you will bring a gem. Very well. I will send one of my beefier kobolds to retrieve the gem. Very well. Anything else? Nope. I think that does it for me. Very well. You may leave, she says, raising her chin, kind of looking at you again. I will scamper back the way I came. And everyone's kind of like, <gasps> you just kind of turn and start walking away. And she goes, ah, what? And there's kind of this one of the guys on the cross. Like, Dude, bow. <laughs> I will give a quick bow and then scamper away. <laughs> and then you just kind of hear her be like, that's enough. Back to work, everyone. <laughs> and you are um, accompanied by a swobold up to the uh, the surface. Um, so you all, this is probably after uh, 25 minutes, half an hour or so. Um, you're kind of like, oh, is that our ally? No. Is that ally? No. 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 And then finally, one with a little vest emerges from. There's a lot of them running around. <laughs> all right. Um, Not all green kobolds are ally. <laughs> and a very old looking kobold emerges with. A swobold behind him. I will. He says, "Yep." Nod to the swobold and uh, make my way over to the group. Are you gonna give him a? Gen- okay, he's just gonna wait there, just standing there. <clears throat> yes, is there something I can do for you? You were supposed to pay a gem. I thought that was tomorrow on. Hearing her verdict. No. Very well. That's for toss him the amethyst. I'll toss it like up above him, so he has to like kind of. Yeah. See. Ooh, and he on his tiptoes, he rolled nat twenty, <laughs> like just just catches it in his hand, and as he does, he kind of pulls his arm down and just flexes it. His little cold arm. <laughs> And just snorts a little and then into the hole. Like, I don't have a good look of this uh, character, but I'm pretty sure I couldn't beat him in arm wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I think good news and bad news. Um, If who I think is here is here, I think we'll be granted. leave to stay in Cobalt Town. But if who I think is here is here, well... Well, she's here. Oh, as in... the one who originally had you here in the first place? Yes. That's... And I'll look around. Exciting. See if there's any Cobalts around. So, what's this... Should we stay here? Well, that's up to you all, I think. Um, 
I don't know how her reception of me will be. I mean, did kind of just disappear. I don't know if she knows, like, what happened or any of that. I'm willing to take that chance if you all want. Or, you know, we can leave Spanifix and never come back. Forget about Eret and that whole thing, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think we should do that. I wasn't particular. being serious, but we can try to break Ally, or Eret out and leave town. I guess that's Because if but... she's here in town, he might be in danger as well. What do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? Why would Eret be in danger? Well, if... Big Green Dragon... In town, aired in town. I don't know. He's kind of important. She might view that as some kind of challenge on her. I don't know what she has going on in this city. Did the kobolds not have any other information as to what, like, how long she's been here or what else she likes to do? I have no idea. I didn't want to stay too long or prod too deeply. She's here, so... Do we at least know where? No. Okay. I mean, I could take an educated guess based on the hole that one of them climbed into to go ask her, but... It's more just the question I had of, is she in the large... large chasm under oh, She city? might be, but he went up, not down. Oh. Hmm. You know, Ally, we didn't really talk about this before, but what what was your relationship with her? I am suddenly uh, thinking I had it wrong. Well, I mean, she kind of relied on me to move her entire horde into Spanifix and orchestrate, you know, the transport of her horde right did that it was more like yeah. a, a psychophant and a deified creature was our relationship oh I just kind of did what she said you know she was a literal god in my eyes did the horde not get moved well most of it did before I got caught Oh. I can see why she may have a problem with you today. Yeah, I mean, a good chunk of her horde was with me. Well, not a good chunk, but a sizable amount was with me when I was captured. That's why they thought that I had stole it from someone and locked me in prison, so... Hmm. Who would trust a kobold with that much gold? No one. He must have stole it. I mean, I don't... If this is oh, if this place is too uh, dangerous for you, I, we can leave. Yes. Then we have to figure out how we're going to get Aerith out. That is if he even wants us to bring him out. Of course he wants us to bring him out. I mean, he seemed pretty happy to go with that guy. I guess I wasn't there. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> you were standing on top of the wagon looking yeah. over. <laughs> standing on the shelf. I don't think 
anyone's happy being kept in, you know, a room all day, if that's <laughs> what his situation is. <laughs> mm, well, uh, I guess we can find out. I mean, how up, how risk adverse are you all? I blow up periodically, so yeah, you were kind of a little antsy yesterday at the uh, auction house, and then talking with a friend there. Uh, perhaps not any of that with her, um, but oh, oh, we're talking about the dragon. Yeah, I, I just would like to see what a dragon actually looks like. Well, big. She's green, kind of leathery wings. Horns, green eyes, green scales, big claws, like as big as me. I mean, it's not it's not as exciting as it sounds. I mean, if if that pops up, I doubt anyone who was trying to find me would, you know, try to get me. Mm, I mean, if she's been here this long, I doubt she's just going to pop out terrorize the town just because I showed up. Then, mm, then you're semi-safe as long as you just never go back down there again? Well, I guess the question is, what are we more adverse on? Whatever's after Una or possibly angering or not even maybe angering, maybe just receiving her anger of 30 years uh i don't know if she's angry or not i don't know if she knows what happened but uh i mean i guess which trail do you want to take una cultists thinking she's a god or green god under the city i mean i i mean i don't know everything that's happening i i mean i can't really understand it but i'm I think it would be harder to hide a you from all the kobolds running around in town than a me from, you know, a pack of hunters, maybe, that don't have kobold numbers, maybe. I don't need any extra information to be afraid of a dragon. Could we... No, she knows I'm here. She knows I'm around. I don't know. Could we... What she... I mean, she knows I'm here now. Maybe we just go see her because she does. Because who knows what she'll send after us if I don't. Hmm. Well, I was going to say that A, in trying to hide Una, this is also a spot where she doesn't really blend in. No offense. I, I won't blend in anywhere except for like an hour a day. But also... I was just wondering if we could somehow broker a way that maybe some of the kobolds could help help us find a way to get out of the city that's not liable to catch notice. Maybe that means talking with this, or I don't know if it means talking directly with this dragon, but trying to do something to get in with the kobolds so they would want to help us so we can try and Again, get Una out, but I'm also wondering how we can try and get to Arid as well. 
Uh, I guess I'm trying to grasp for too many straws, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess... My, my thoughts on it are, at this moment, we head into Cobalt Town when we get an answer. If we get the answer, we can enter into Cobalt Town. Head down there, see what comes of it, I guess. Wait for word okay. from Eret, wait for the wagon to get fixed, and lay low if we can. And if we run into whatever trouble, well then I guess that's on my head and I'll deal with it. I don't want to throw you under the bus, but I also agree it's the best plan. I mean, again, you're there's money more things after you if we leave than after me. I think the saying me. is throw me off the plate here in Spanifix. <laughs> Oh, that's worse. You way, I'm gonna try and make it so none of us get thrown off of or under anything. Well, I don't know that you'll have any really control over that. Yeah, but I can still try. But you probably shouldn't. But I mean, it's you, so. I would. Alright, why don't we leave town then? <laughs> Kaya? I don't know how tra fast we can travel without the wagon. Uh, Where would we go? Wait. I mean, we can swing by the Fow and tell them to send the wagon somewhere and we can attempt to rendezvous with it. What about Eret? I'm all for running from a dragon problem. <laughs> but what about Eret? I... Yeah, I don't know. I have an idea for how, Good. how to get him to us, that I need to know where he is. Send your owl. Unless he's spending a lot of time in a window. Or is in a room <laughs> with one. I don't uh, know how I'm going to find him. He is the brooding uh, <laughs> royal type. Don't they do just that? Is that what they do? I've read lots of literature, and it seems to be what a lot of them do. Look broodingly out a window. Look longingly out a window. Look. Actually, oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of the literature I've read says the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I you told me the yeah. one about the guy talking to the skull. <laughs> okay. Well, then let's try to find Eret and try to get out. I mean, yeah. Let's do that. Yes. But if we can't find Eret, we can't leave. We might not be able to leave anyways at this point. I guess we'll find out. I think we've kicked the hornet's nest. Or rather, the cobalt nest. Did you... When you suggested we came here, or we come to this place, did you not think she was still here? I figured she'd be here, but I didn't think the whole nestled growth clan would have moved in and taken a stranglehold over the cobalt town. 
But I guess I should have expected it, all things considered. Especially when I went back to the nestled growth and the whole place was empty. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I suppose it is. Okay. Uh, back into town, then. If I'm going to find Eret, I, I have to be much closer to the tower than here. Really? Uh, find a way to hide can... Una. They're done. It's not in my speciality. It's not even I can just hide it in like an easily a human form anymore, because they know who you, all you are too. Well, can you change into human form, go to an inn, book a room, stay in the room until <laughs> we find you? Oh, this is, this is, but what if, what if they find me there by myself? <laughs> then they take you away and put you on a pedestal and worship you as a god. I don't know. What are they after you for, Una? And maybe we can help you I better. Why did Why you leave Hornrock in such a quick manner? I just wanted to leave. Mm -hmm. From who? It's the same kind of situation that Eric's in. Sometimes when you're cooped up for a long time, you want to leave. So who had I'm you cooped sure up? I'm pretty sure he wants the same thing. Who had you cooped up, Una? I mean, I don't know how to explain them. Who knows words like that? I don't know. Family? Right. Family. Other furball family? Other furball families? I would assume so. I don't know how else you would yes. get more furballs. Furball but... family. Una. Stop lying. <laughs> Why are these people after you, Una? I have no idea. I really don't. I told everyone when we were leaving Hornrock, not to tell me, but this is all furball. And, for, and someone had to tell somebody. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, but why did you tell them all not to say you were going through there? The same reason when anyone leaves home, they tell people not to look for them if they're trying to leave. Because someone will come after them. Yeah, but, know, so I who's coming after left. you? <laughs> I don't know. Do I believe her? Do you believe this? Uh, um, make make an insight versus <laughs> I don't persuade <laughs> or deception or no. whatever it is that you're rolling. <laughs> I mean, in this situation. Well, that'd this be like pretty good. Group insight. <laughs> <laughs> so, What'd you roll, Danny? I rolled a 19. Oh, yeah. I rolled okay, a 17. So, so Shyla, are you, are you withholding information or misleading them in any way or not giving them the Una whole picture? Una has no clue who's after, like, who these hunters are. Now, would she have some inclination oh, about who might be coming after her and, like, the tier of people that might be coming after her? It's like, oh, there might, like, these people could have popped up somewhere. But who the hunters are? No idea. I don't know who they are, and I don't know what they want. Who are your family? 
Wait, the one I left or the one the ally was talking about? There's a difference? I mean, no. Una. <laughs> Come to Duck Duck Dice. We're pulling backstories like pulling teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I left home. They're basically like my family. They were, I mean, I suppose fur folks don't have families, probably. I think. So, who what are these people that you left? <laughs> I told you, they're like family. That's That means them? nothing. What were their names? What did they look like? What did they do? Why were you running from them? Why did they keep you cooped up? I mean, the one like, so I suppose my mom, her name was Amelia. What would she be like? Uh, really nice. And why did, she keep you, why did she keep you locked in a house? It wasn't, wasn't locked there. I was, that was to keep me safe. From? For why? You just said we the moved. air is locked up and he wouldn't want to be locked up. And you and would no know what that feels like. In, no one wants to be stuck in one room. So you were stuck in one room? I mean, I could leave the room and go around the building a little bit. I could look outside of it. but. So did you stare long in the out windows? Did you talk to skulls? I didn't no, talk she to talked skulls. To plants. I talked to flowers. Oh. Yeah. So, like, everyone goes through it. It's normal. No! <laughs> But Ally clearly knew what I was talking about, so clearly he's experienced it as well. I've never been locked in a room. I've been locked in a big pit before. Not great. It is a common part of life to be le left in a location for a bit. I, 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 uh, yeah, sure. I, but, I Ona, why are not. these people after you? I don't know. Why would any... Think... And any reason why would someone send someone after you? Maybe I you mean, don't know their you... exact intentions. You don't know their their inner workings. But why would someone send someone after you? For their exact the same identity. reason. The same reason why people were talking about before. Because you don't usually see a furball in town. That's, I'm looking for a furball, and no, I they're looking a for a specific furball. That yeah. is you. So someone that knows you has sent them after you. Why yeah, would they I'm pretty do that? sure any fur bog is a specific fur bog when I've only seen one fur bog. Me. Una, let's stop trying to figure out why the specific people that are in this city are looking for you. Let's just try and look at the answers we do have of why is anyone looking specifically for you? Because I'm a what? fur bog. That is... does, why does that matter? Yeah. Because I've only seen one fur bog. So? Who Why would they be looking for a furball? What is special about Yeah. you or any other one? Are they making a basketball no, team? not special. You know what I mean. <laughs> don't twist my words. I don't want to hear it. I don't know what other furballs are did like. Did you say they're really trying to maybe... get a basketball team together? <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know why they're looking for me in particular. I do know. I mean, I'm a furbog, and I have, you know, I can do magical stuff. So I'm assuming that 
probably why they're looking for me. But I assumed all furballs can do this, but I haven't met any other furballs. Well, why don't we do this? We'll just walk through town, and when someone comes up to you, then we can figure it out. Oh no, that sounds horrible. I'll why die. does it sound horrible? <laughs> because then why will you die? And, and then they'll really know that I'm here. Yeah. Maybe they're just a figment of their imagination, and there's no furball here. So if you don't know why they're after you, you don't know who they are, why are you so scared of them? Maybe they just want to, like, give you a hug or something. Maybe they want to give you food. I, I don't... All of my intuition says that if a group of people is looking for you under your, uh, your, your, like... Maybe they're all professional the chefs, and they've heard of this untainted palate, the, and they want to use you as an official taste tester and gourmand for all of their brands to do a food review magazine where they can finally discover whose restaurant is the best of the best. The Flavor Hunter magazine. Yes, the Flavor Hunters. That's what they are. Do I believe I, that? <laughs> <laughs> you think there's a very strong possibility that could be the case? <laughs> why Why are you so concerned that they will put you to the knife? I'm, I'm just saying, when someone tries to find you based on the, oh, there's a fur ball in town, or, or maybe like, oh, there's a cold ball in town. Maybe they're trying to find you for not great reasons. I think that's fair. If, especially if they're called Hunter. Hunter is a bad thing to hear when someone mentions, you know. Yeah, but you didn't know. What you are. I'm starting to think we had better time with our mercenary. Would have had a better time with our mercenary friend. Yeah, I'm starting to feel bad that I yelled at her. I didn't have enough money, or I would have just paid her immediately. But now we're here in Cobalt Town. Yay! I'm sorry, Which we everyone. Kick the nest of for who knows what reason now, because you don't want to be in a magazine. It's not a magazine. Hunter and Furbog probably means if there is a food magazine, they're gonna eat me. You have no evidence of that. I wonder what she tastes like. Mm. Vegetables. Like a carp? N no. No. Like a uh, a very stale old moly potato. I'm horrible. Furball doesn't taste good. Then why would they be hunting you? Well, then why don't they find these people and tell them that you don't taste good? Why are we going towards conflicts here? Can't we just hide, like, forever? No. We seriously have, like, a beacon tied to our destiny or fate or whatever. I think conflict um, just finds us. That's a good point. Then we've made a point of making it easy by having a very visible mode of transportation and being a very visible group of people. <laughs> It is a nice shell, though. Yeah. Well, what is our plan of action? I think this conversation has gotten us nowhere, and we're no closer to having a plan because of at it. At this, at this point, there's like this, like a like six kobolds all kind of scurry out of the holes towards you all, and one of them says, kind of looks and says to you, uh, ally, are these your friends? These yes. are the three you were talking about? These are the three. And what are their names? Uh, Kaya, Una, and Lex. 
you know, kind of Thrall's kind of look, looking, looking like, all right, thanks, and they shoot back into the holes. What do they want? Uh, identifying they information. They wanted to know who we were. Oh. I think that's fine. So I think still, they're still asking, so we might be able to stay here. Okay. And you look like a furbolg right now. Yeah. 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 Yep. Towering over all of Kobold Town. <laughs> <laughs> like you could see across it. <laughs> like once I have to sit down for another short rest. I mean short rest. Like once an hour passes, then I'll be able to pop back. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I guess we wait here and find out what her verdict is. Oh gosh, is it better or worse to wait? What do you mean? Would it be... Would it be worse for us now to leave? Now that... We've given her more information and she's going to send the verdict back? I think we might as well wait at this point. Because I mean, she if she's, there is a chance she's not mad. Maybe she just wants to, you know, catch up with an old, like a fan. They do that, I'm right? Crazy cult leaders. I don't know. You're the one who has all the experience in this. <laughs> I don't know, Kai. Is that what cult leaders are like? Uh, it wasn't really a cult where I was from. Kind of a different sort of thing. Cult leaders isn't the same as dragon. No. Oh. Well, I think we pull up a chair and find out what our destiny is here. Because I think it's coming to us full speed. And with that, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back uh, to Duck Duck Dice. Um, the blessed are in Spanifix, the largest city in the Fireswain Kingdom. Um, Eret, our halfling noble, is inside of the Fireswain Council Spire in the center of the city. Uh, after his lunch with Malabar Peppercorn, the representative of the Fireswain Kingdom in the city of Spanifix. Um, he's not exactly sure that the kingdom has the best interests of either himself or his, or the fate of the water, the colony in the water woodlands at heart. Meanwhile, the rest of the blessed ally, Una, Lex, and Kaya made their way to Kobold town where ally entered the depths of the kobold hideaway uh, beneath the city itself um, and received a tepidly warm welcome from Krita, the priestess of the kobold clan there. And the group now believes that the green dragon for whom Ally used to work knows of their presence in the city and is present herself somewhere in the city. So, Eret, 
Let me change the music. That's what I was going to say, by the way. <laughs> I... Not this. Hopefully something more uplifting and wonderful. Uplifting and wonderful. This is not an uplifting and wonderful time. This is where you're getting, though. Um, so, Era, um, about an hour or so after your lunch, uh, the hole in the floor opens up and rising up on the disc um, is the young boy. What did I say his name was? Did I give Isaac. Him a name? Isaac. Isaac, yes. Um, Isaac returns... Um, and he says, I thought I thought you might enjoy these. A good, good way to spend the time. And it, it looks like it's like five or six um, small little like physical puzzles. Things you're supposed to take apart um, and, and figure out how to uh, like decode and disassemble. I, I hope you like them. Real brain busters. These ones, that's what the guy at the stall said. Uh, can I take one and see if I can solve it real quickly? Yeah, make a investigation check. Fifteen. All right, yeah. Uh, the first one you grab, um, it looks like it's a series of small boxes kind of like built into each other, and you slide off the end of one, and you can see that there's a little lever there to kind of push, and within about a minute, you've disassembled one of the, this one puzzle into all of its pieces. Well, so, wow. Yeah, you can have this That's, one back. Huh. It took it took Mr. Peppercorn weeks to figure that one out. I appreciate the thought, but I don't think this is going to help. Well, what 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 can I get for you, M- M- Master Eret? Um I don't know. Do you? What do you do for fun around here? Do you, are there any kids your age? Or, well, I don't really have much time off. I work during the day, and well, Royce he works the uh, the nights. So I pretty much I go home and I sleep. I don't get I get a day off every now and then, but I usually just spend that with my mom. But, Do you have a day off coming up here soon? Or? Well, what day is it? What day is it? The 20% day. Uh, yeah, no, it, I've got four days until my next day off. So they really uh, work you quite hard. Do you get paid well? It's a, it's a decent job, and it opens up other opportunities elsewhere in the kingdom. Mr. Peppercorn <laughs> said that he knows all of the higher-ups in the kingdom, and that if I do a good job, and I'm loyal to him, that my family and I will be taken care of. What's he done for you so far? He's yelled at me a lot. Well, I guess he uh, really does care about you. Yeah, well, the, the money helps the, my family. So, uh, I, Isaac, uh, do you know of uh, any cool places to hide in this building? I'm looking to go exploring. Make a persuasion check. 
Can I not? <laughs> I got a 10. A 10? Well, you know, I... I do know of some places, but I don't... I don't think I should tell you that stuff. Well, that's fine. What can you tell me about this spire? It's uh, pretty cool. I've never seen anything like it before. Yeah, it really is something, isn't it? Well, I've got something to tell you about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Isaac well, checks his you, notes. You've seen you've seen the 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 the, the meeting area in the first floor and uh, Mr. Peppercorn's office, and then well, he doesn't stay here very often, but sometimes he has. But he usually stays at his residence. Um, and then above here is where. Well, it's mostly storage and where I prep food and keep things that Mr. Peppercorn likes, you know, in, in stock. And then above that, that's where the walkway is to get to the other spires. That's neat. Do you go to the other spires often? Well, the guards don't really let me walk out onto the bridge, but, you know... The nice ones, they'll at least let me kind of stand there and look over the edge if they if I stay close. So how does the uh, elevator work? Well, you just give it two taps with your foot, and it pretty much takes you where you want to go. You just think about what floor you want to go to, you tap your foot, and it moves up and down. That's pretty cool. Well, Isaac, I appreciate the thought. Do you want to see how to solve that so you can impress Mr. Peppercorn? That, that... Do you think that'd make him mad? Maybe. You're right. But you can still show me. Here. Here's how you do it. (laughs) All right. Make a general charisma check. As you're kind of going going over these puzzles with this with this kid, switching dice. This dude doesn't like me. Oh, this one doesn't either. General charisma eight. Eight he says, "Well, I I should be getting back to it." <laughs> yep. Help! You give me you. Well. There are some really big boxes upstairs that I need to move. And Mr. Peppercorn has told the guards not to help me, but, well. Anyway, how old are you? He says, kind of looking, like, realizing that he's kind of, like, looking over you. <laughs> like, Stupid kids. Um, old enough. <laughs> to party. <laughs> well, it, Hmm. Make a um make a persuasion check. Well, he doesn't believe me that I'm old enough. No, he's thinking about the help. <laughs> Twenty-one. He says, "Well, if if you wouldn't mind, there's some boxes of liquor that Mister Peppercorn likes that are pretty heavy. And the last time I tried to move them by myself, I broke the box or I broke a few of the bottles, and he got really angry. So, would you mind just?" Help me out with that real quick, but you can't tell him because you're not supposed to leave this room. I know that. You're not worried about me breaking them? Well, I figured 
two hands and I can probably there's only like three boxes. It won't take you that long. Oh, I shouldn't even be asking you though, because you're you're nobility and all. That's probably above I, you or below you. I really don't have anything better to do, and I guess they're actually above me. Cleaning up the storage. <laughs> he kind of just looks and then he goes, "Oh." <laughs> Yeah, much like Sam That's did. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. That's how the boy would react. <laughs> uh, um, okay, let's go. All right, and he gets onto the thing and doop, doop, taps his foot, and whoop, you raise up. Um, and the the walls in this room are much closer in, um, and it's just sort of a circular um, circular room uh, with lots of different boxes and crates and barrels and things like that um, stacked along the walls. In the corner, you can see that there's like a little cot um, and uh, a nightstand and it looks like a small rack with some of the finer looking clothes that the boy is wearing um, paired up with more sort of you know, regular city peasant type clothing. Are there uh, tubes in this room? Yep. You know, for the communication, yeah. Okay. Um, so where are these boxes you need moved? Yeah, and he points to it's it's a large rectangular crate with then three boxes inside of that crate. Um, and you kinda have to like lift up on these two ropes and um I mean they're pretty heavy. They're filled with some what sounds like um just giving them a little jingle jiggle like thick glass bottles filled with liquor are there any marks on any of the other boxes in the area or are there empty crates in the area or anything uh there is one empty crate up there that looks like it was um unpacked not long ago there's like hay and things like that um and there is the uh symbol of the fire swing kingdom which escapes me at the moment um kind of emblazoned on the box itself. Um, and it looks much finer than a lot of the other kind of crates. What was what was in that crate? Those were um, where Mr. Peppercorn keeps his... Or the, the, the last shipment of paper birds that he got in. And I unloaded them the other day and he put them in his desk. What do you do with the empty crate? Oh, I just pack it up and just take it downstairs to be disposed of. Do you sleep up here? Um, well, sometimes I sleep a little bit if Royce is running a little bit late because he has the night shift. But I'm here pretty much mostly during the day, so I don't sleep much. I just sit there and wait for Mr. Peppercorn to call me. Which Sounds I need to clean like his desk I'm... later today. Would you like any help with that as well? Oh, I couldn't ask you to help me out again. That's okay. You aren't asking. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Paper bird in the desk. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I rolled a two. I rolled a two. 
he says, no, uh, Mr. Peppercorn is really particular about how he cleans his desk. And I've got a, uh, it's a, a certain technique that I use that doesn't leave any streaks. And it's just better probably if I do it. Okay. I'll uh, leave you to it, I guess. Should, should I take you back down? Uh, I need, sure. I need to tap tap and takes you back down to his room after grabbing what looks like uh, uh, some sort of glass vial of solution and a small bucket of clean looking rags. And he says, well, it was nice to talk to you, Master Eret. Well, thanks for thinking of me. I hope to see you again. You do? That's well, all right. well, I'll be around. I'll be back up in like 15 minutes. You can show me another puzzle. Okay. <laughs> and he goes down and the door closes up what uh what time of day is it about oh at this point um you have waited they're waiting yeah four o'clock close to five o'clock maybe um and then for dinner in the past have i seen him go by like without stopping or do i not notice when people go by the level i'm on uh, no, you probably would have noticed it. Like, okay. um, you've only seen the boy go up, though. You've never seen Peppercorn go up. Makes sense. Uh, probably early in the day, you would have seen some guards come up. Or at least just one guard. Sorry. <laughs> you would have seen one guard come up. And another go down. Okay. Guess I'll uh, wait till duskish. And what are you waiting little dusk to do uh sneak up st- up the next level and hide in the box <laughs> all right <laughs> i had Sounds a better good. plan but i like this one more <laughs> <laughs> all right um yeah so uh probably between like peppercorn uh, like would um later that night uh which i guess what are what are the rest of you doing you're just kind of hanging out right you're just waiting yeah i thought we were waiting to see if uh, the kobolds come back okay i am gonna send out Helmy to see if he can fly around the tower and maybe figure out if Garrett's around there somewhere being mopey yeah in a window at some point Okay. I won't be able to use his eyes or anything like that, but just tell him to find Eret if he can. Okay. Um, yeah, I would... You get sort of a general layout of the tower spire area. Well, I guess you would... Well, can help me communicate with you? Give no, you, I just no. Tell, him, tell him to come back. Tell him to find... Him. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, he comes back a while later, but just sort of... You know lands hangs out dejected doesn't we're dejected he seems like a very sad owl instead of who he says why (laughs) (laughs) do owls shed tears in this uh, land (laughs) they do but they go upwards (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that's not creepy at all that's fine oh that is cool I like that thought (laughs) Um, that'd be a good scene in a horror movie. 
like somebody like somebody's tears start to welp and then I run down and start drifting up like oh what's happening out of the tear ducts they, they go, go straight up the inside yeah, yeah would they go down or would they just go up I hate it here they'd have to well a little bit first and then probably go up how fast like do they, they go up like just dust moving to be through spooky. the air <laughs> 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 in a straight line <laughs> <laughs> all right um Eric, you are once again um you, you see uh you know isaac goes back up a little while later oh and and you guys want to decode more puzzles sure okay kids i don't know how they work Make an investigation. Aren't you like three years older than him? <laughs> uh, close enough. Like four years. <laughs> yeah, the difference between a thirteen-year-old and seventeen-year-old is pretty big, though. Kids, I am not do doing good today on these rolls. What do you say, investigation? Mm-hmm. Ten. Ten. Uh, this one takes you a, a little bit longer. Uh, there's a point where you can tell that. Um, Isaac is a little bit like, ah, shoot, I thought he was going to crack this one really fast, and that would be cool, too. But you get it done, and uh, this one's a bunch of interlocking chains that sort of formed it, started in this very stiff ball. You need to find one that was loose and turn it just right to begin taking it apart. Um, and he just kind of looks at says, yeah, that seemed about right. You've seen other people do this before? No, I just thought that's it. That took a. You got that other one so fast. I knew this one wouldn't be that much of a problem. But you know, you didn't get done as fast. But you still got it done. Hey, you do this one then. So we'll see how long it takes you. And he takes one. Um, that it looks like it's like a, a sort of weird box that's made out of different springs and pieces of wood. Um, and he's completely freaking stumped by it. Like just can't even begin to it looks like he's like pulling on a piece he's like i think this is it and it's like you can tell like oh he's just about to break it like (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i guess i wasn't made to solve puzzles that's okay yeah that's not the best skill in the world so um how often is peppercorn here well I will be going up to get his nightly bottle of brandy, and I'm sure that he'll want me to invite you down. He's down there right now. Does he spend most of the day here? I thought you said he was gone for quite a bit. He is. He's usually you know, out and about during the day, talking to people, having meetings on the first floor. Um, but this is the time that he usually takes to his, his study in his office and has a drink and catches up on correspondence as he says but a lot of times he just falls asleep here what uh what kind of correspondence well he takes care of a lot of matters relating to the city and usually he's sending at least one of those paper birds you know every day or so or receiving them do you ever take a peek at what do they say Well, 
you know. I have before. But don't tell don't don't tell Mr. Peppercorn that. You find out anything cool? Well, I was here when he got the word about what happened in Chastile. He turned really white. I remember that. Yeah, it was a horrible thing. Yeah. Are you worried about the future at all? Well, I know there's a lot of people on the Southern Bridge and they want in, but for whatever reason, they can't come in. And that's that's a bummer. And. Well. Yeah, I know you're going to leave eventually, but you're the other person that's been here the longest since Mr. Peppercorn. And well, he said he yells at me a lot. And so I guess I'm kind of worried about when you leave and then there's no one for me to talk to or do puzzles with. And the, none of the guards will do that? They're always so busy. Even though nothing ever happens. They say they have to be vigilant. <laughs> that they do. They're, uh, I guess, keeping stuff safe. We'd be joining Mr. Peppercorn for Brandy then. Uh, sure. Do you know if there's a dragon chest set around? Dragon chest set. Um, I think he has one in his office. Oh, useful. And that's where we'll be going? Yeah. Cool. Uh, if you could lead the way. I just have to go upstairs real quick. Scurries upstairs. Comes back down with a little tray with some clean glasses on it and a bottle of brandy. And you head down with him? Sure. Alright. I'll ask him how the brandy tastes too. <laughs> I, I, I don't. But Mr. Peppercorn would kill me. <laughs> I would I don't, I give him a flat look. <laughs> <laughs> the drinking age here is 14. It's very, <laughs> very stringent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and you head down, and uh, Peppercorn is there. Um, has he's got like these white robes on uh, with like a maroon rope around him, and you can see that there's. It looks like um, he's like got this little bowl of water and a uh, um, cloth, and he's like dabbing it and like trying to like rub something off of his shirt when you come down Isaac's like Mr. Mr. Peppercorn I'm here with your brandy so he turns around and goes oh and you can see he's got like this like food stain on his on his cloak and he says ah there it you're down here to join me for a nightcap then eh yeah I heard uh, my presence was desired Oh, well, I just... Let's have a drink together. Okay, I thought we could maybe play a game while we talk. Name it, sir. I'm in a sporting mood. 
Um, oh, is the dragon chest set around? Yeah. yeah. How about let's play some chess? Wonderful. Strategy poise. Well, see how poised I am. <laughs> a rough uh, day at the council then? Oh, just a fine dinner. Fine dinner this evening with some correspondence in the city. It uh, must have been such a fine meal. Oh, that it was. That it was. Only. We only. When you're as well positioned as myself, you get only the finest treatment. As I'm sure a man of stature such as yourself, too, can understand. And people of position always have things that can be solved by other people. That's, that's it's it's about delegation, isn't it? As he starts to set up the, the chess set, so you have to just make sure all of the, you know, on us, it's it's our job to move the pieces, make things happen, as as men of stature, right? What uh, pieces were you moving tonight? Oh, I was just talking to some of the the folks with lumber interests south of the south of the bridge what what do you have to tell them uh well that was a real burp uh <laughs> well i i couldn't a private conversation over private dinner it, it no they're concerned about their interests as you know, I mean, folks that your family, I'm sure, did plenty of of, of business with, or they, maybe they're a middleman. I don't, I don't know, but well, they certainly weren't happy with what I had to tell them. But we still had a fine meal. I'm sure you have to pretty much handle all the affairs that my family was handling now, huh? It's a lot of work. Yeah, well, it's always, yeah. Being charged with being the representative in Spanifix comes with a great deal of responsibility. And I just, again, I hope that, you know, that by my wardening of you here and taking care of your needs is a reflection of the type of representative I am, accommodating, understanding. And again, I hope you'll relay that to the delegation when they arrive. Do you think they'll uh, take you back to the keep after uh, such a good job that you've done? Oh, I've, I, I think I'll, maybe accommodations could be in order with the right word put in. And but I'm, I'm very comfortable here in Spanifex. It Can is, it is that? a high honor to be in the position I am. But you're originally from the keep, aren't you? Yes, yes, that's where. I was born and groomed, really, for the position that I'm in now. It would be a shame if the Tenebris pressed further than into the kingdom, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. It would but it's... Well, uh, it's... Let's just hope that ha doesn't happen. 
Hope seems pretty flimsy in this case to take away everything you've worked for. Well, I don't. It's... Uh, but can, can we just play the game? Is that if is that all right? Sure. Just having a friendly chat. Yeah, of, of course. Of course. Just trying to look out for you. See if there's anything I could do to help prevent more bloodshed, I guess. Well, yeah, and if... Yeah, you just put in a good word to the delegation when they get here of how good of a job I'm doing and how you've seen I'm doing such a good job. Just no, you know, negativity of any sort will only... It, it wouldn't be good, right? We're on the same page with this. Yeah, but look at everything you've gotten since the fall of the Waterworld Woodlands. More, more responsibility. This is More power. It's true, but hopefully the the ma- master. Look, it's with the situation being that you're here, and well, the situation in Chastile, the the delegation won't be looking for anything drastic. I'm hoping that the situation can remain just calm. What is the situation? Well, uh, the military of the Fireswain Kingdom nearly destroyed with some strange band of orcs. And the, the situation in the south, he says, kind of like gesturing to you, like, you know what I'm talking about. So I just think that they'll. With the army and the... They won't want to press the issue in the south, you know? Just keep things... Try not to kick the hornet's nest any further. Yeah, but without the seers, what are they going to do? I'm sure sure that'll all get... All get worked out. And... Perhaps when delegation arrives, we'll tell them about the seers. And that'll help the situation so they don't know about the seers well we'll we'll talk to them further about it is what i mean yeah they have the information and i'm sure they're looking into it and we'll have a more informed decision when they get here and the you know don't think they'll be sending an army across the bridge or anything like that but we'll get the refugees out you'll be safe and hopefully things will cool down. What do you mean, get the refugees out? They'll, they'll move, move them elsewhere in the kingdom. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So, what did you tell the keep when I arrived? That the something about the seer, the thing about the seers you sang, and how they had your parents. They were alive. How you were alive, and well. That's about it. Make an insight check. I <laughs> got a good one. 24. Uh, yeah, he's definitely, he's heard something else. 
he's heard something else from the kingdom or yeah he's not telling you of all the correspondence with the kingdom so since you haven't had a you know send any other messages about me what have you been talking about what's what's the day-to-day life really like here well you know um and that make make an insight check make an insight check 15 as he starts to kind of talk um and and it seems like he is building himself up to be to have more power than he does like he's talking a lot while saying very little um you know talking very grandiose about just like routine meetings and things like that um and, and you quickly get the sense that like the fire swain representative in spanfix doesn't really have a lot of power like he mm-hmm. like it's um and that this guy's probably pretty detached from like most like this is like a, a real cushy ambassador's job kind of thing um he has glorified a glorified messenger yeah like he delivers he does the pro you know he does makes the votes for the council or whatever but um you know he's not the one calling the shots by any means but also very focused on his status Mm -hmm. like he likes his you know the illusion of power that he has and the lifestyle that it offers him. So where's the delegation going to stay when they get here? Well, they'll perhaps set up in, in the spire grounds somewhere or find accommodations elsewhere in the city. Well, I hope they uh, take accommodations elsewhere. I wouldn't want them staying here. Yeah, well, I mean, if yes, if there's not a lot of room here, I'm sure the yeah. be... and the poor treatment and the poor quality food and oh boy, hold on, the, wait, the servants that are mistreated, which is good. I'm I'm sorry. What now? It it's that's. This isn't what I wanted to hear. This is seems contrary to what we've talked about. Well, I'm tr- I'm trying to help you out. I'm looking out for your best interest. You don't want them staying here and seeing all that. The, well, you you don't think they would? That would. I mean, that's not certainly. I mean, you wouldn't tell them that, would you? My lips are sealed. I can't even leave. Yeah, well. It, 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 we'll find accommodations for them elsewhere then. Yes. Yep. If, like that's. But I also can't lie to them if he, they ask me anything. So. Then, well. Make a. I almost kind of want to make you to make want you to make an intimidation check. Yeah, do that. This is this eighteen. Is, all right. Let's see. He says no. That, that's uh, what? What do you? And he kind of stops and pauses, and you can see him like 
you know, because he's clearly pretty buzzed. And he sort of centers himself for a moment. He's like, I can't have anyone from Fedra's Keep thinking I'm doing a poor job in any capacity. I need you to tell them I'm doing a good job. What will it take to do that? Do you require better food? Would you like me to fire Isaac? Has he bothered you? Isaac has been wonderful. I think he deserves a raise. But you could meet any of my accommodations, and then, you know, I can meet yours. Okay, well, what do you want? What do you desire? We've been through this. I'd like to go see the refugees. I'd like to have see my friends. They're not big asks. Just like telling them that everything's great and you're a great host isn't a big ask. That sounds fine. That sounds fine. Tell you what. Under armed guard, I will allow you... I I will extend you the courtesy... Kind of looks like, yeah? yeah, Of going and, and, and seeing your subjects... Well, you may see your subjects. I just don't wish to cause any sort of, well, hullabaloo with you being alive and all. But yes, and you may see your friends. Um, we may have to track them down first. Um, but that, that can certainly be arranged. How can I find your friends for you? Um... I don't know. I haven't been able to talk to him since I got here. You could, you know. Oh, yes. I'll, well, oof. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> 24. It says, I have one extra paper bird that you may use to send a message to your friends to have them meet you what is a good time for you but yet have them send a time to you they will be able to respond you give them you give them a time or they give you a time to meet and i will ensure that four of my finest guards escort you through the streets sounds good all right and he stands up with a bit of a wobble goes over to the desk pulls out a scroll and brings you, and he said, uh, Isaac, Quillenink for Master Semeki here. I said, oh, runs over the desk, pulls it open. Here you go. <sighs> Damn it. Um, so I'll start off with a hello. Hope all is well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get 50 words or fewer. Fuck. So why don't you uh, <laughs> figure that out? Is we'll he... go to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Is he watching me or? Oh yeah, he's sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Football <laughs> as well. <laughs> you want to just go right yeah, I'll, I'll send you a physical copy of this afterwards. Um, 
I'm typing this out. <laughs> Been stuck in the keep for a while now. Would like to see you. Um, you can. <laughs> um, wait, is the 50 characters part like do they get 50 words in addition or is it 50 words between the two of us? 50 words in it like each yeah oh, i mean okay. they won't know the properties we'll see what they write back <laughs> <laughs> you can give me a time and place and i'll be there um would really like to have a party all right <laughs> 38 words <laughs> succinct um, alright who are you writing it out to <laughs> there aren't any good options uh ally alright oh, the adult of the group I see <laughs> so um <laughs> You write it out and sign it and fold it up and and it just kind of disappears. And Ally, as you're sitting there at the edge of Kobold Town, this piece of paper just kind of like bursts into existence in front of your face. Um, and a letter from a paper airplane unfolds in front of you and just kind of drifts down to you. Well, and it, and it reads, <laughs> hello, hope all is well. Been stuck in the keep for a while now. Would like to see you. You can give me a time and place, and I'll be there. Would really like to have a party. Eric. <laughs> he definitely doesn't sound like he's been kidnapped. <laughs> or, or that he's been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Um, what does he mean he wants a party? There's got to be. Wait. We're being invited to a party? <sighs> I mean, Eric. And I mean, he doesn't. Maybe it's just me, but he doesn't seem like the party type to me. No, he's never done it before. I think when we were in, he's never mentioned wanting to go to parties or anything. Uh, are you? (sighs) I think this may have deeper meaning. Well, uh, (laughs) I maybe. I mean, it's from Eric. Are we sure it's from? Eret? Has anyone here seen Eret's handwriting? I I think I have. (laughs) I feel like that... No, maybe you were just trying to see my handwriting. This was a long time ago. This was almost a year ago. Um, But more importantly, what does this mean for our plan? We can't tell him to come here if, if... It's a trap. If I'm not mistaken, if he's asking us to give him a time and place, I mean that we can respond on whatever this thing is. I mean, I'd imagine, yes. So can't we just have him meet us somewhere and we just all leave? Wagon's not fixed yet. We don't know when how long it will take him to get this message if we set it for soon who knows how long it will take this to get back 
it looks like the paper's starting to fade a little bit as you guys are talking. All right, well, do we want to meet him tonight or tomorrow? tomorrow do we want to wait back tomorrow. to hear from this cobalt thing? Tomorrow. All right, tomorrow. meet you tomorrow at... A garden? Well, there's a lot of gardens. Um, yeah. the, the bridge we came in on. At oh, that's... Sunrise. And I will toss it in the air. <laughs> disappears, and you get the message back. Eret, uh, the bridge where we came in at, at sunrise. <laughs> Does it, like, physically, like, disappear and then poof into existence in another place? Is that the nature mm -hmm. of the message? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's like the piece of paper kind of just, like, appears at its intended destination. You're on mute. I don't know. I can't hear you. Your headphones are unplugged. Is that a thing? I don't know. Oh, there, there you go. go. My headphones annoy me sometimes. <clears throat> anyway, that seems like a pretty crappy place for a party. <laughs> and yeah, at this point, he's just like, "It's. I think it's your move." <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> Actually, make make an intelligence check. <laughs> Damn it, I was just hoping I could do that. Oh, shoot. That is it a deception check or is it an intelligence you have, check? Uh, <laughs> you have, like, proficiency with, with Dragon Test, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So add your proficiency bonus. The secret to winning is to eating your opponent's pieces when they're not looking. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I know. That's not true. 17. Uh, he got a 15. So yeah, you beat him. At Checkmate! Oh, well, let's... That's the way it goes sometimes. So you'll be meeting your friends tomorrow morning, then. Correct. That's I will right. have a troop of my... Four of my finest guards accompany you. Thank you. I assume I've gotten a. Have the uh, clothes makers come back with any outfits since I commissioned them when I first got here? That would have been. Yeah, they probably would have come back today at some point, giving you some nice ass clothes. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, fine clothes. Three sets. Fine ass clothes. Says I've should be attending to more correspondence. If you'll, it's been a pleasure, Master Eric. Hopefully, I'm glad uh, we have a mutual understanding. We do, and hopefully, we can continue these wonderful games of chess another night. Certainly. And he just kind of goes and sits down slowly or leans back slowly in the chair and says, yes, I'll get to the correspondence in a moment. <laughs> no, nope, he's still awake. <laughs> um, Isaac, you want to take me back to my quarters? Yep, cer certainly. Certainly, Master. Um, the two of you. 
Thanks to the quarters. I guess I won't try to sneak out tonight. All right. I go, go to bed. Sounds good. I'm just thinking about something now. Well, that's not ominous. Uh-oh. I don't <laughs> like that at all. Stop thinking. That's bad for us. I like yeah. dragon attacks. Cobalt so. detaches from the, the plate. Um, the space that we're that we are hanging out in, like that we've been hanging out in this time. Yeah. What's, how big is it? Uh, well, you're in it outside. Oh, we're um, sitting outside this whole time. Yes, you've been outside this whole time. You guys can't. Not none of you can like fit inside any of these. Like, you couldn't get into Cobalt Town if you wanted to right now. Um. Then while we're um sitting outside uh from the main road i'll try to position ours like behind one of the huts kind of thing mm-hmm. um to obscure us a little bit and i will put up the dome since we're sitting outside anyway if I okay can. are you, you're trying to do this okay like when we realize that we're just going to be hanging out here for a, a long time yeah I'm gonna it's sort of like shelter. so there's kind of a very hard line where Cobalt, Cobalt Town starts. Um, and you guys are sort of just on open, kind of like cobblestone walkway for that. So you're not actually like, you're kind of looking at Cobalt Town, almost like a big prairie dog like enclosure kind of thing um, out over you. Um, so you're not actually like amongst it. You're kind of in just the open. You're basically in the open. What if it rains? What if we need some shelter? I... Hmm. Then I will, at the very least, the area that we're hanging out in, um, I will at least, like... No, never mind. I won't do that. I take it back. I won't do that. Okay. It's sunny out. Or it's not sunny out, but it's a clear night. I rolled for it. It's not raining. Oh, it's clear. Oh, I'll set the alarm up then, regardless. Don't want okay. anyone sneaking in when we're sitting here. <laughs> well, if we have to sleep, I do want that to be a thing that is possible for us to do so we're not exhausted in the morning. Alright. So. As you all are waiting there. Hold on. Oh, let's see. <laughs> A dark figure hugging along the come-ups, sort of keeping out of the open space between the edges and the residential area of the city, a dark figure begins to approach you all. It's a um, tall figure with a long gait in dark robes approaching you. 
very clearly heading in your direction. But because of, again, the open space, you can probably see them coming from about 100 feet away. When you say they're taller, they're like... Like probably 6'4". It's almost like Una tall. Or she like no. seven foot. No, she's human. Una seven. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's close. It's seven foot nine. A very big friend. Hmm. But not making any effort to be hidden, just striding towards you. Hmm. Una will attempt to make herself smaller. <laughs> Kind of crouching down. <laughs> yeah, I'll stand to meet right for them. Oh, yeah. And just a hand reaches out. Or, I'm sorry, a hand does not reach out. It just says, Your presence has been requested at the Emerald alleys you may go in through the front gate and make your way inward simply follow the path you would do well to move with haste that is all do any of us know where this is The Emerald Alleys? I don't think so. Uh, where yeah. is this front gate exactly? It is in a... Wait, no, Sam. I know, I was just whispering to myself. Um, it's in a place. No, just in general, you are. Oh, is that better? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, okay. Uh, talking, testing. Do I sound better? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, he says, It is between the soot way and the outskirts. Look for the white walls covered in ivy. Can you tell us who's being requested? Yeah, okay, fine. Doesn't hurt to ask. Okay, so first I thought the bird was a trap, and now I think this is a trap. And I don't know if either of these are really an Eret. Maybe this one's not an Eret, because it didn't say Eret this time, but still. Uh, I don't think this one's a trap. I think this one's just, like, you're walking down a path, and you see a large pit in front of you full of spikes. And you decide, do you jump into it or not? I think our I only guess. choice is to jump into it. We, no, I mean we we can look at the pit first and then decide, I suppose. Uh, yeah, we can't look I at can. the pit from here, can we? And I will start walking towards the Emerald Alleys. I will at least turn into my smaller form as we are walking. All right. As you leave Cobalt Town. Looking over your shoulder, you can see a bunch of little heads poking out of holes, looking back at you as you walk away. And you make your way, um, hovering the edge of the come-ups and heading into 
the sootway, um, cutting through the um, somewhat dark. Um, there are these floating orbs of light that get placed within the main streets of um, uh, throughout the city. So I guess my question would be, are you guys taking the shortest route possible or the sort of main route? Uh, uh, probably the shortest roadway? route. I mean, we're pretty conspicuous at this point. Is there anyone following us? Oh, everyone is. Damn it. <laughs> Make a perception check. Anyone that looks at us? Anyone that... That is a nat 20 on perception. Alright. Um, 11. Keeping a weather eye out on the folks that are in your proximity and, and those that are not quite there. Uh, it seems like everyone is pretty much going about their business and you don't get the sense or the inclination that you are being followed. That's almost more suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> At make this point, a little bit. Through the industrial area of the sootway. Um, and the there is this break between the sootway, which again is like industrial area, warehouses, um, sort of sort of area. Um, mostly pretty like scattered as far as like number of people, just given that it's you know probably around eight o'clock at night or so, um, and. You see on the edge of the subway that it looks like there was once another residential district here um, that has long been somewhat abandoned. Like you can see further beyond into the district you would know as uh, that you would infer as the outskirts um, that there's still some presence there. But the thing that really kind of sticks out is you can see along the main road that there are there is a large area of city block that is walled off with this like 15 foot high wall with ivy growing across the white bricks that make it up wow. and following along the main road where you would assume the front door is <clears throat> You can see that there is a large wrought iron gate that leads behind the walls. We're going to run. This is probably our last chance. Can't hear you. If we're going to run away, probably the last chance for that. Although it may already be too late. Well, we're here. In for yeah. the penny, in for the pound. She knows we're here. She knows I'm here. Yeah. What's she like? Green? I don't mean inform, I mean... Green. Oh. Okay. She's... Possessive? She's jealous. Maybe it's not her. Maybe it's just somebody else. 
think that's wishful thinking, Luna. I think at this point, I just have to stay positive. I will go up to the gate, push on it, or we'll pull on it, or knock on it, or whatever. Whatever seems most prudent. You push on it, and it just opens right up. And you can see that throughout um, this area, it's the, the main... It's almost like a a city block that had former glory has kind of like re-sprung up in this dilapidated area. A lot of the buildings are like made out of the same kind of white stone that many of the main buildings in Spanifix are. Um, but everything seems to be covered in ivy. Um, and there's almost this glint to a lot of these buildings um, along this well-lit pathway. Um, but everything is covered in ivy with what you can see already are some alleyways completely choked off by almost like giant hedges of ivy and bramble. There seems to be one lit path kind of going through. I will continue along it. All right. Um, Make a perception check, ally. Um, 23. So, all of these buildings look like in brand new condition. Like, re- like newly renovated. Um, all vacant, though. Um, but the streets are, even the alleyways that seem to, you know, sort of cut off before they're choked off by uh, ivy and, and, and hedges um, you know going from like the sootway and the come ups and, and, and seeing you know a glimpse of the outskirts like it's like a very ritzy area of the city has been revitalized in this pocket because um, everything looks very new and untouched but vacant um, and you also notice that little things from the doorknobs and hinges to some of the inlays within the seams of the windows um, seem to almost be like glittering as if they're made of gold or silver or a small gem pressed into one of the hinges on a door it seems like that's the case with like all of these buildings is they are pristine and then have this almost you know, in, in especially at night, almost like this hidden, like wealth of details, literally, in the buildings. Well, I don't think there's any question as to who this is. And I'll point out the gems and the gold ostentatiousness I guess that's mm-hmm. one less surprise I guess hope you also notice ally that um, there have been a series of crows that have kind of followed along with you while you've been walking through these streets <clears throat> And make a history check. 
17. 17. All right. Um, you do recall that the dragon had many eyes and ears around its lair in the forest. As you continue to make your way through, again, it, it seems that this is a wealthy area of the city that all seems but abandoned, but is of some of the finest quality housing and clean streets that you've seen. But it's very clear that all pathways are open to you as you seem to be guided along a well-lit path uh, that leads to... Not a home or an estate, but the roadway opens up into a courtyard that almost displays a that displays a building probably on the level of what one could consider of temple stature. The borders of the this courtway are, are flanked by doors of almost like a like two level estate housing with a long um, rectangular uh, pond that stretches across the corridor or the um, the courtyard uh, to the base of steps white stone steps that lead up to this structure whose roof seems to be held up on the front by these massive marble pillars. Um, The whole area is extremely well lit. Um, And you can see the austere nature of this building. And beyond the pillars themselves is a corridor filled with darkness. Well, last chance. We're here. And I'll head in. All right. Into the darkest we go. As you walk through the darkened hallway, torch lights begin lighting as you step your heels and footfalls falling heavy on this marble floor that clacks and echoes down the hallway as the torchlights illuminate themselves. And you can see that you are walking towards a large room with an extremely high vaulted ceiling. The floor itself is this polished marble that almost seems to reflect the starlight from the sky above in the open air ceiling. Large pillars flank the side of this cavernous room. 
the back wall features more pillars and dark green curtains that hang down the several dozen feet from the ceiling, filling the gaps in between, obscuring what lies beyond them. And there is a chair sitting in the center of the room. And as you enter, one of the far curtains on the opposite side parts. And a presence walks into the room in the form of a woman with a long flowing green dress that cascades from behind her. Her, the the click from her shoes seems to kind of like echo with an intensity off of the pillars that flank the room. As she gets closer, you can see her skin is almost like a soft onyx black. Her eyes, even in under the shadow of night with the open sky above her, piercing green eyes, hair in a perfectly coiled nest of dreadlocks on top of her hair and a large fanned out golden barrette stuck into the front of her hair. Her hands neatly kind of folded in front of her. She walks, sits in the chair, beckons to you from across the massive space, her voice carrying across the floor. You may approach. And that's where we'll pick it up next time. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Thank you to everyone for joining us for episode 34 of Duck Duck Dice. Uh, you can catch us here usually every other Monday at 7-ish p.m. Uh, don't forget to check out the Game Goose podcast on Tuesdays at 7 with Clint and our friends Dan and Neil. And you're always welcome around our table anytime. And as we always say, in the game of life and all others, roll on.